In this final segment of the week, we continue to study various aspects of the question of the halakhic relevance of local custom and non-Jewish law in the area of inheritance. On page 78 of the booklet, we have a tshuva of the Sholem Eshev in Madura Tanyana, Chela Gimel, Simon Kofiud. To end of the tshuva, the Sholem Eshev writes, V'derech agov echtov mashanashalti od meharav hanel. He was asked this question, Be'echad sharatza lasus la'atmo brihais. Somebody wanted to build a brew house, a brewery, a facility for brewing beer, presumably. The law required that he get the consent of his neighbor, of his neighbors. One of the neighbors agreed to sign the consent. Rock, but on condition, if the brew house is successful, he has to give him something in compensation for his consent. The brew house was indeed successful. Can the Beistin force the owner of the brew house to abide by his agreement and pay the agreed-upon compensation? Maybe this whole agreement is an unfair agreement. Really, the neighbor should have signed gratis, without charging, because he has no reason to withhold his chasima. Well, it doesn't cost him anything to sign, so to object would be midas dome, and he shouldn't be charging for it, and therefore the agreement maybe is not enforceable. Valzek Kassab, the Sholmeshev's correspondent, wrote about this, It's not really true that this is low chaser, that there's no downside for the neighbor. A brew house, there's fire involved, it can cause a fire. There is some danger involved, it's not low chaser. Furthermore, the gam shalom gedolim, the Sholomeshev's correspondent says that he had heard from some gedolim, yarshim. In the case, the case we had in previous segments, that a case of a daughter who, according to the law, is entitled to a share of their inheritance, and Alpid and Torah, virtually all poskim agree she can't, uh, she can't do that. She can't take what she's entitled to according to the law if it's against in Torah. On the other hand, the Sholomeshev's correspondent said he heard from gedolim that if the sons need their sister's cooperation, if the sons need the daughter's cooperation, they have to sign so the property will be properly titled in their name, that the daughters don't have to do that. They don't have to do it for free. The sons have to pay the daughters if they want to secure their cooperation. They have to reach an agreement with them. So the Shalomeshev's correspondent said, if that's true, if that's true that the daughters are entitled to charge for their signature, we don't say it's Midas Dome. So here also, the neighbors, maybe we should argue, the neighbor's entitled to charge for a signature. Is this true, he asked the Shaul Meshav, is this true that the daughters have the right to charge for their signatures? Says the Shaul Meshav, it is true. This is the Tshuva of the Pnei Moshe that we saw previously. This is the, the fundamental Tshuva on the topic that all the later Akronim quote. There is a debate around the sheet of Tosis and Babakama. However, Lahalachi says, The Halacha is true, the Sholomesh of Paskins, that the daughters have the right to charge for their signatures. And Mikolshkin Khan, certainly over here, presumably it's a Kolshkin because here there's the danger of fire, as he mentioned. The neighbor does not have to sign for free. I'll call upon him. The Sholomeshev says that it is that the, the Zemes, he passed him, that it is true that the daughters have the right to charge for the signatures. They don't have to sign for free. Many later, Akronim mentioned the Sholomeshev as an important uh, ruling 
siding with the view of Rabbi Chil Basan that the daughters do have the right to charge for their signatures. On the next page, on page 79, we have a pair of chuvas of the Maria Halevi, Rabbi Yitzchak Aaron Itinja Halevi. In the first chuva, he discusses the basic question, do daughters have to sign for free or can they charge for their signatures when, when, the son, when their brothers, when the sons need their, their cooperation, need their signatures to access the property, can they force this, their sisters to sign for free or not? So he says, a certain Chacham brought, uh, a certain Chacham, he says, brought Rayas, that that we do force the daughters to sign for free, and those Rayas are not compelling. But what's the Halacha? Amnam Beguf Hadin, Matsasi Bechuvas, Pnei Moshe, Ben Venisti, Chelik Beis, should say Simon Tezvav, Shenechleku Bazera Basenu, as we saw previously, Hagaonim, Rebichil Basan and the Marit, Das Mari Basan, Deina Banas Mechuyavas, Lichto Shtar Silch Meirusha Bedinem. They don't have to do it for free. But Tzarech Ben Lafayis is the Chosa, Shadizim Lopatur, Paturin. If the sons want the daughters to sign, they have to settle with them, they have to pay them something. Umarit Nechlakalov, Marit disagreed, Kimuchayavas Abbas, Lithin Shtar Silch Meirusha Chinam, Main Kasef, they do have to do it for free. Medina Shavas Aveda, Ukufi Hanira, Dasa Pneimosha, the Pneimosha himself, Sham Notel Adas Mari Basan, that they don't have to do it for free. Umeacher Shagala Mechtav Meilio, another important Svardik Achron, Simon Tazvav, Silver Cane, Shain Lachavas Abbas, Lithin Pturim, that they cannot be compelled to to give these Pturim, to give these waivers for free. Nira Ladaiti Hanira, since it's Machlok Saposkim, the halach is not entirely clear. Misafik, we have no right to force the daughters to sign. The, the sons have to settle with them. It sounds like he doesn't want to give the daughters the right to demand arbitrarily large amounts, but at least Apshara uh, endorsed by the Dayan, they, they have the right to ask for Achetitin Lo Shtar Siluk. That uh, before they before 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 they give up a star see look a waiver they have the right to ask for for some kind of compensation some kind of reasonable compensation. The Maria Halevi returns to this question in another tshuva. This first tshuva is in Chelik Aleph Simandalad, and another tshuva in Chelik Beis on the same page here on page seventy nine uh, in Chelik Beis Simon Kufchav Zayin. He returns to the question. He writes that we could argue that we say Kofnal midas don't. However, he says. Lamaisa, he says again, were such a question to come before me, a classic question, can we force the daughters to sign because of me, Dastom? I would be reluctant to, to be so bold as to pass him, they have to do it because of me, Dastom. Lachuf, to compel them, Negadath, Mari Basan, Visiato, against the Rechil Basan and, and, and others who agree with him. In the first Shuva, he just said, you know, ain't Lachuf, we can't compel them. Here he says it's a question of Yere Hara. I'm not so bold that I could pass in this way, even if it seems plausible, perhaps, against the Shita of Rebichil Basan and the others who are on his side. Avali says, in the particular case he's dealing with here, there he says, apparently, there is basis to compel someone to sign, because the case was a little different. It wasn't the question of brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. It was a father against his son, the son has a filial obligation of Kibbutav to honor his father. I'll call upon a Mishalav. There's a Machlokas in the Gemara whether Kibbutav Aim is Mishal Ben or Mishalav, whether a son has to contribute his own money, spend his own money to Kibbutav. And we actually pass in Mishalav. He does not have to spend his own money. But at least the basic idea of Kibbut, he does have an obligation. Even though in general the Halacha is, Basin doesn't compel people to fulfill the obligation of Kibbutav. Mikolokom and Ratua Basin Kofin. Basin does have the right to be Kofik, Mashkas of Tosis. 
Hashem Ritzvah, V'chein Pasuk Ramah, V'ashach. Mikol Shkeni says that certainly Sheina based in Kofin Asa'av was certainly not going to force the father, L'Shalom Levno, to actually pay his son to be Yosef, Ad-Shei Kai Mitzvah's Kibbutav. It's certainly not going to force the father to pay the son money in order for the son to fulfill his mitzvah of Kibbutav, the Yitin Loksav, B'dinam, Alabayas, Kenan, Vienestaiti. So in general, he says that when we have people who have no particular obligations to each other, then we're not going to be Kofa against the Mari Basan, the Siato, to sign. But in a case where it's a son against a father, and the son does have an obligation of Kibbutav, we're not going to we're not going to tell the father go pay your son in order for him to do what he should be doing anyway of Kibbutav. In such a case, he feels that the son is obligated to sign to help his father. On the next page, the next few pages, beginning with page eighty, we have a long chuva of the Tzitzeliezer. He deals with all the issues we've been discussing. We've been discussing this week the question of Dina de Malchusa. Do we follow the law because of Dina de Malchusa against the Halacha of Yerusha? Do we follow Minhag? And do we force and do we force the daughters to sign? He covers all these things in, in detail. We'll read parts of the Chuva. He pretty much covers everything we've said, plus other things. So the Chuva is in the Chuva is in Chelak Tazai and Simon Bays, beginning and again on page 80 of the booklet for the next few pages. He says, Odos Psak Din Besifri in an earlier chuva, Banos, the rights of a widow and daughters, Bizovan Baila, Vaviem, in the estate of their husband and father. Again, Alpidin Torah, their rights are quite limited. They get Ksuva and certain rights, but but they're not Yarshim. But uh, even though Hagamshi is Banam Yarshim and Atara, they do have certain rights, as and he says, and there he says he wrote very briefly, he just wrote Maramakomos, and he didn't clarify things uh, thoroughly here. He's gonna write a more detailed chuva. He's going to discuss many different aspects of this question. In Os Aleph, he says, "Berishona Odoshalesi Shalmanava Banos Yicholos Lidrosh Pitui Kaspi Avor Avor Hanidrosh Vanitzrach Shiachtu Al Vitur Latovas Abanim." In Os Aleph, here he deals with the question we were just discussing: Shalmeshiv Maria Levi, based on the Chuvas Pnei Moshe, that the, they have the right to demand compensation for their legal cooperation to help the sons get whatever they're entitled to. There he just brought Maramakomos. Here he brings the literature in more detail. So he, so he brings, this is on page, this is now on page 81. So he brings the Chuvas Pnei Moshe, and then he says, Some of the later Akronim I saw seem to disagree what exactly the consensus of Poskim is. The Sitzeliezer says, The Akron, the Poskim is like the Mari Basan, not like the Marit, that the daughters do have the right to demand schar for their chasima, v'chein pasha menhaga. That's the Minog. He brings from the Divrei Chaim, the, the, the Sanzerov. He says, Shekein Nog in Kuli Alma. This is the universal custom, Shemafashrin Bezeh, that they settle. Vukeheter Bene Ha'olam, Ba'ad Zchar Amira Vachasima. It's treated as mutter for them, to, for them to charge, for them to settle like this because of the, 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 the charging for the signature. And therefore he says that, that that's the Halacha, that he says the, that that's the Halacha, Alpi the Minog. That's how we pass it. He says, Hagon Baal is coming Mikoach Minog. But the Sholem Eshev that we just saw says that's a din. He says, that's the halacha, that that's a din emes. The halacha is they have the right to charge. Then he brings from Rechaim Palaji, a tshuva that we saw previously also in a previous segment in the Chukas Achaim. He says, he's Meirich, that on the one hand, we don't pass it like Rebirmia. Rebirmia was the third, the third sheet in the Pnei Moshe that we actually do follow Din and Malchusa. That's a Das Yachid. It's rejected by all the Poskim. However, he says there was a takana that uh, a takana in Constantinople, a takana in, Svar, in, in a Svarda community, that they daughters should get ten percent of the Yerusha. 
he says, Mashinagu Bekushta, Mashatiknu Harabanim, Harav, Rabichil Basan, and the Ravali Oraba, Rabane Masa, Rabanim of the city, to give the daughters Asara Lamea 10%, and, and that's a Takana Haguna Vishara, Bechain Roy Linhog, Mikach Takana. He calls this a Takana, as we noted. It's not just a question of the right for them to charge, because they have the right to extort money. It's a Takana. They were misakin this way. Minolo Tazua, anyone who's Mikhaim, Dirichachamim, Tavo Alabracha. He thought it was a good idea. And, uh, and he says why, he says, the, he mentions that reason that we discussed previously, we don't want them to go to court and create a Chil Hashem, and so on. Then he brings the Maria Halevi that we just saw, and then he brings, after that, toward, toward the end of section Aleph, he brings from the, the Rav Pa'alim, the Rav Yosef Chaim of Baghdad, the author of the Ben Ashkai. he's Meirich, and he says, he brings from the Mara Al-Fandari, that the daughter's an Amochiv to sign, and he brings the Shalom Eshev, says this, that also like the Maria Basan, Adint and Emes, and we see that other Gedolim of Rabbani Ashkenaz held this way. Zos halacha hela, the, the maskana is, the daughters have the right to refuse to sign. They have the right to refuse to sign until they are compensated. As we saw in the Maria Halevi, that the it sounds like the postcom are reluctant to say they can extort whatever they can get, but they're, they're allowed to ask for some compensation, which should be endorsed as reasonable, as somehow as fair or reasonable, by the local basin. So the Tzitzeliezer concludes, all the way at the end of Aleph, the bottom of page 81, he says, Heranu ladas ki yesh basis rachav bahalacha, with his broad basis, solid basis in halacha, shabanas yicholos lidrash tarchasima, they have the right to ask for for compensation for signing, we got a filu scarzi lusa shalav al the basin of our coast. Came pashat aminag b'harbet futz Yisrael. This is a widespread custom. Od b'darish akadmunu generations ago. But the dachim b'dav hechlep b'tefrenu sham. So this that he the Sitzeliezer paskin that the daughters, even if they're not entitled to the Yerushal pidin Torah, they have the right to charge for their legal cooperation. That is solidly the halacha. In Oz Beis he discusses section Beis. In Oz Beis he discusses the halacha of. But he didn't make him takanas. He brings the Gemara in Baba Basra about that certain takanas he can't make if it looks like we're supporting the Tzedukim. But we, he brings a sheet of Tosfus and then Muka Yosef going on to page 82. He brings Tosfus and then Muka Yosef who explain that but they didn't in general do have the right to make takanas, Hefker based in Hefker, just not in the specific case where it'll be lending support to the Tzedukim. So he, so he explains the sheet of Tosfus and then Muka Yosef. And then he says, you know, the, toward the bottom of the first column on page 82, he says, the Yesh L'dayek Meha'amr Sh'ha'kolshi'asu heker v'shinui be'ezo derech she'hi'esh or yehi nikr b'zeba ofen bolish z'elokidas at Tzedukin as long as you can make sure that your takana doesn't look like you're supporting Tzedukin azai ha'derech p'sucha l'fnechach me'dar dar the sages of each generation can misakin b'zea takana z'lotzerech ha'shav ha'zman v'shmatzonu be'emes we do indeed find this historically b'chazo sh'tiknu takana z'bezeba p'anam shonim Chachmehadar of various daras were masakin takanas. He's actually going to list a number of them later in the tshuva. Uchamuvan. He adds an important qualification. Rak chachmehatara. This should be done only by chachmehatara. Hashar yirasim kodemas lechachmasim. Who have yirashemayim. Biyachaltam beina machada veachadedes veomek daitam das tara. They have to be able to see clearly with das tara. Lahavin ulahavkin betichalat takanas. Some takanas are good. Some are not so good. They have to make the appropriate takanas. So they can make the they can make takanas. Then in Os Gimel, he starts talking about Dinin Malchusadina and Minhag. He brings the Chuva the Rashba that we saw. The Rashba uses vehement language that we cannot follow Dinin Malchusa against in Torah. 
And here on the bottom of page 82, he writes, Divri that a, a, a severe warning, a fearsome warning, not to be to uproot the entire din of Nachla based on the law. who someone who does this is is erring and is is a thief. Why? Because even though it's mamanus and normally you can you can renegotiate Nachla, but here this is a chok, a, a chok mishpat, and 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 an unshakable rule. You can't make it tonight. As we'll see, it's not so simple. The Rosh himself says you could make it tonight, just not to copy the game. It's not quite so simple, but chukas mishpat. He brings the Rambam all the way at the end of page eighty-two, beginning of page eighty-three. No the language he just used, unchangeable, immutable, just like the person can't choose to give other Yarshim, using, he can give a gift, but he can't use language of Yerusha to do that. Basin can't do it either. he says, The Rashba does give us some some leeway to make takanas. As long as you're not aping and imitating the non-Jews, there is a hatter. As long as you're not Trying to imitate the laws of the Gaim, you are allowed to do it. But Dinah, Shrey Kenko's a Rashba, the beginning of the Chuba, but Vara, Shiba Emes Amru, you're allowed to make Tanaim Bechenian Zeh. Rak, Lino came with Pneshu, Mishpada Akum, Zesha Oster, because Machakas Akum. That you're not allowed to do. But to make it Tanaim, you are allowed to do that. Even though it says Chukas Mishpah. If you're doing it to imitate the non-Jews, that's Asr. The Torah doesn't let us do that, the, the fiery language of the Rashba, but to do it, uh, another kind of Takana, for other purposes, is Mutter. Brings the Marik, we discussed as well, he brings the Tshuva the Marik, and he writes, in the end of Ostalad, he writes, The reason the Marik and the later Poskim who follow him were so adamantly opposed to Takanas to, to uh, that they were talking about a minog to alter the Dina Yerusha is because Mesha Akru, Dine Bakar, Legamri, they were completely uprooting the Minigwas to completely uproot the Halacha Bakar getting Pishnayim, they weren't just modifying it or saying it doesn't apply in certain cases. They were completely uprooting the law of Yerusha's Bakar, the next section in Osei, he brings a long discussion about the Shita Sarama. Sarama brings the Rashba, but he also brings uh, other cases, which seems to con- another din, which seems to contradict the Rashba. He has a long, intricate discussion of what exactly the Shita the Rama is. We'll skip that part for now. Then on page eighty-four in Osei, he says Kaesa Tzatet Kamadugmos B'Takanoshes Kinu Chacham Megidole Asfardim. He brings a whole list, a long list of a, a number of examples of. Actual takanos in this vein, not to copy the Gaim, but just to uh, modify Dina Yerusha based on what the Gedele Torah thought was uh, was appropriate for their time, for their place. Particularly to give some share of the Yerusha, to give some rights to the widows and the daughters. 
In addition to the better known ones that he says, that we saw Tekanah of Rabbeinu Tam and Shum, Spires, Vermeis, and Magensa, Spires, Mains, and Worms, and, and Toledo, and other places, he gives a whole bunch of examples in Osea of various Takanos in uh, various Takanos in Morocco and other places among the Sfardim, Takanas to grant some rights of, of Yerusha, some, some, some share of the estate to the to, to, to widows and daughters who Alpidin Torah wouldn't get. And then he, he says, he summarizes in the, in the second column, this is a, almost at the end of the Shuvah, the second column on page 84, he says, Many, many great Chachamim of previous Doros, they did not hesitate. Even in Yerusha, with all the Chukas Mishpat, they had no qualms about making all kinds of Takanas. As long as they left some application to the Mishpat Torah, they didn't up the law. As long as they weren't totally uprooting the laws of Nachla. As he said earlier, that's why the Marek and some of the Postkim were very much opposed to certain Takanas because they felt it was a complete uprooting of the Minhagim or Takanas, a complete uprooting of the Nachla Shel Torah. But if they, if the Chachamim felt in various circumstances they should modify the Yerusha Shaltara, that's okay. The Elohim Arachtik Bos Muatos, these are only a few examples of such Takanos. The Odhar Beish, we left many out, and the Futimim and Basifriat Chuvos, many of these are mentioned in the responsible literature, the Katakanos Tzvas, Yerushalayim, Shaharbe Mehem, Nirim Kakiris Yerushalagamri. Some of these Takanos are even more extreme, they seem to be complete. Uh, replacements of the Torah's Yerusha, complete uprooting of the Torah's Yerusha. Valkane, Hayu Gam Some of these Takanas were controversial. There were those who felt that they went too far. See, for example, Chuvas Mishpatim Yisharim, and Chod HaMeshulash, and Kuntras HaGadol Barachav Shel Takanas HaAzvanus Yerushalayim Eretz Yisrael, and so on and so on. Asher Asaf Vesitet Mikol Devrei HaChuvas Bazeh, Baminu Mas Me'ilam Yunsham, and that's enough for now. He says, Ein Kamakum Laharach Yosem Rizeh. His bottom line is a very important psach position he ends up with in Ozvav, the very last paragraph of the Tshuva. Mikola Amar Nilmod. Ad kol lo lidchos When people come to Bastin, the widows or the daughters, and they want some share of the Yerusha. We shouldn't just tell them, get lost, the Torah says, daughter's not Yeresh, that's a din Torah. We shouldn't be so quick to push away people who, who feel they, they, that they should be entitled to some Yerusha. Ela likanes, we can't just ignore the Torah either, but likanes la'ovi akara, ulus amet, ulus amek ba'alacha hanercheves, to go through the halacha carefully and thoroughly, k'te limsa motza shalafsharis, to find possibly some basis, l'alamatan yerush al-pidin Torah, to give them something al-pidin Torah. As we said, charging for signatures and so on, takanos, v'lo lidchos benakal sabayim v'nei eze siba o'chumra v'aydezel akshilam shifn l'arkos, again, as we saw in the Chukas Chayim, there's an imperative to try to find some basis to give them something, because if we just push them away entirely, we might cause them to be nichshel and going to court. The yachshilum will cause them to be nichshel and going to court and stealing. The chen yachshilu as hashoftim ha-yehudim, we're going to cause the Jewish judges in Eretz Yisrael in the courts, they're going to be guilty of passing in Yerusha, giving a, giving a, a verdict based on Dini Hakim, which is, which is also bad. The Yodea Anochi, Many people come to Bastin out of a genuine desire to do the right thing. They want to follow Mishpatei Torah, but they also really want some of the Yerusha. So Sitzeliezer is making the you know, remarkable, the interesting claim that we should try to find them something, Alpidin Torah, to push them away entirely. They mean well. 
they, they want the Yerusha, but they also want to follow Din Torah. We should try to accommodate them, and if there's room in Din Torah to give them something, as we've seen, they're, 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 this is not totally anti-Torah. The idea that daughters and widows should get something is not an idea which is completely antithetical to the Torah. There are many takanas to that effect, and so on, and charging for the signatures. So it, we should look to see if there is some basis to try to give them something that Sicily as or fails, try to give them something alpid in Torah, and not to be just immediately and completely dismissive and say, get lost, because that can cause them to go to court, and be nichshal in Arcos, nichshal in Zela, and to cause the judges to be nichshal in ruling according to the laws of the non-Jews, also uh, a bad thing.